Hello, and welcome to Film Squatch, the podcast where two guys from the Deep South watch and review movies about Bigfoot. It's that simple. Each episode takes a look at a single film about a Sasquatch or a Yeti, and the guys break it down for you. Patrick and Kendall are true believers, but they're too old, too fat, and too lazy to get up off their sofas and go hunt for a Sasquatch themselves. So, they just sit back and watch movies about them. Now, let's head over to the Film Squatch screening room, where Patrick and Kendall are ready to discuss their latest film. Hey everybody, it's your buddy Kendall with another exciting episode of Film Squatch. With me as always is my Squatch in Crime, Patrick. How you doing, Patrick? Hey, what's up, Kendall, man? man you ready? Oh yeah, I'm ready, man. We're, we've got a good one today. Um, this movie is called Claude or The Unknown. Now when I say Claude, I'm not talking about a French assassin Claude named Claude. <laughs> I'm talking about, about Jean Claude. Something scratched you. Yes, <laughs> Jean Claude. C L A W E D. This came out in 2005. And uh, Patrick, why don't you roll the trailer for us? Did you see that? What? I don't know. I thought I saw something. Tommy? Come on out of there. I saw you already. Manny, quit screwing around. Yesterday, as some of you already know, there was a bear attack up on Echo Mountain. Takahei has returned. In the sleepy town of Pine Creek. Did you hear? A bunch of guys got killed by a huge grizzly bear up on Echo Mountain. Everyone had heard the rumors. We don't need anyone dredging up ridiculous monster stories. How the bear is handled is our business. Everyone had seen the clues. Say it was this bad. You have to get this cleaned up, Sheriff. We can't let this get out. You don't really think a bear did this, do you? You ever heard of a bear killing three-armed men? But to find the truth... I believe you boys are in here playing pool and your buddies are rotting up on that mountain. And they're going to kill that danger grizzly. All we have to do is go up there and document the slaughter. Four teens will journey deep into Echo Mountain. Are we going to go up there? I don't see why not. And the answers they'll find. Why do they call it Echo Mountain anyways? They need to claim that if you called out at night, something would answer you. Something? Will transform legend. <laughs> into reality. Jay, knock it off. Hey, it isn't me! You guys really shouldn't be here. There's a group of hunters and they're shooting at everything. You don't know what you're messing with here. <laughs> Creature. You need to leave or it's going to kill you all. I'm gonna die out here. I know it. I know it. I know it. Wait. Wait. We need to get the hell out of here, man. Get out of here, dude. We all got chased by something. I don't know what it was. The Legend of Echo Mountain. I, w- I want to mention that this was also known under another name called The Unknown, and then it was also called Claude, The Legend of Sasquatch. So anyway, uh, I don't know about a lot of the, the stars in here. I didn't really research him, but the only one that I knew who he was was Miles O'Keefe. And, uh, of course, if uh, 
you're around the eighties, you probably re remember him as Tarzan in that, that Bo Derek uh, Tarzan movie. So Kendall, did you research any of these actors? Yeah, I did, man. Um, Miles O'Keefe, of course, you mentioned he was in Tarzan, the Ape man from 1981, which was basically Bo Derek plus a guy they called Tarzan. <laughs> that was the whole movie. And then he also played Dracula in Waxwork from 1988. And he appeared in a bunch of sword and uh, sorcery movies, uh, the Blade Master from 1982. Um, oh, he yeah, was in that's a, right. He played Atar. Yeah. yeah. He was in a bunch of old movies from back then, man. And uh, he's had a pretty steady career. He's just – he never – Hit the big time, I guess yeah, you could say. Yeah, rose to the top there. Now, the, the main guy on here, is, his name was uh, Dylan McKnight. He played a character named Richard. And uh, I'll get to the plot. I'll explain the plot in a little bit here. But uh, there was another guy on here called Brandon Herschel. He played this douchebag named Jay. <laughs> now, you know what? He reminded me of that guy on Smallville that played Green Arrow. He kind of looked like <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see that, man. But uh, the cool thing about this dude, Brandon Herschel, is that he was a choreographer and he's a dancer. He's a professional dancer. He was on a series called Lip Sync Battle. I think it was on MTV for a few years there. It was on one of those channels. And then uh, he choreographed a whole bunch of different shows. And he appeared as a background dancer on a lot of stuff um, from Kelly to Justin or whatever. The oh yeah American Idol that. winner yeah. thing. He was a dancer <laughs> on there. Um, and then Jack Conley, who played the sheriff in this movie, he was a, a recurring character on a ton of different TV shows. Um, he was in a bunch of movies, but he was on all, all oh, I'm sorry. He was on nine one one Lone Star, Chicago fire, animal kingdom, NCIS, and a bunch of other shows. Of course he had a lot of one-off episodes, but those shows in particular, and then there are a few other ones that I, I just couldn't list them all. He had recurring characters that, you know, appeared in three or more episodes. And then uh, Chelsea Hobbs played Jenny. She was Jay's cousin. She was the douchebag's cousin. And uh, she appeared in a lot of children's shows or preteen shows, I should say. Should say. She's on the show called Beach Girls, uh, Make It or Break It, Unreal, a bunch of other preteen shows. And she also had a, a small role on The L Word and on a series called Pasadena. And then... And then next we have Casey LeBeau, who played Shay. That's Jay's girlfriend in this movie. That's the blonde. She actually had what's that? Was that the blonde? Yeah, that was the blonde on there. And she actually had a starring role on um that's I think it was on Cinemax, that series called Banshee. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. on there. And then she was also uh on um uh, Twilight. The, the movie Twilight, the, the 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 last two films, Breaking Dawn, parts one and two, she was Kate Denali, which uh, I've seen these movies, and they come from somewhere up north. I don't remember where, but she's like with a clan of vampires from like Norway or something, and she was actually a pretty big character in that movie and in both of the movies, so I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, she's probably the biggest name out of the bunch. Uh, besides Miles O'Keefe. And then we had Nathaniel Archon, who played Ranger uh, John Joseph Eagleheart. Eagleheart was a Native American in this movie who uh, is out there 
looking for the creature and trying to stop Miles O'Keefe's character from killing it. Uh, but he he appeared in a bunch of stuff um, that I liked. He was never, I don't think he was a major character in any of them except for one. But uh, he was on Ginger Snaps Back, the beginning, which was the third Ginger Snaps movie, the werewolf movies. Uh, he played a hunter on there. And then he was Victor on Blackstone. He had roles on Supernatural, FBI, Most Wanted, and Heartland, and a bunch of other shows. And then my favorite role that he 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 did was on, he was in the movie Pathfinder with Carl Urban about the Viking who's boy who's raised by the Native Americans. And then the Vikings come back and they have a big war with the, the natives. And Pathfinder, Carl Urban's character, tricks the Vikings. It's an awesome movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, but he played a character called Wind and Tree. And uh, that was really cool. And then we've got Michael Bailey Smith. Now, Michael Bailey Smith was one of the two rednecks that hung out with Miles O'Keefe when he goes hunting for the Bigfoot creature. And I kept, while I was watching this movie, I kept saying, man, I know that guy. He looks so familiar. And he's been on a ton of things. He was in MIB 2, Men in Black 2. He was Pluto on The Hills That Have Eyes, the 2006 remake. And then he was in The Hills That Have Eyes Part 2. He was Super Freddy on Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child. He was the Super Freddy uh, version of of Freddy Krueger. He's been on the series Chuck, My Name is Earl, Star Trek Voyager, Babylon 5, just a ton of different things, man. Um, and and once I, once I saw all those films that he had films and TV shows that he had been in, I was like, oh man, well, yeah, no wonder I recognize him. He's one of those guys, you know, you always see him, but you don't know who he is, but yeah, yeah he's, he's a character actor. Yeah. He's a, a great, a great character actor. He, he, he does a really good job and everything I've seen him in. And that's a, you want to go through the plot or you want me to explain? Man, the plot? let me just say this, uh, <clears throat> The one thing that hit me right off the bat was that this is like almost a remake of Jaws, but out in the out in the woods, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, in in uh, Jaws, you had uh, you know the shark attack somebody, and then the sheriff wants to shut down the beach, but the mayor and the uh, the townsfolks don't want it shut down because it's tourist season, and yeah, that's their bread and butter right there. I mean, it, it's almost just like Jaws. So, so uh, instead of shutting it down, they 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 decide to hire some locals or, or give up a reward for them to go and uh, catch the shark, so to speak. You know, they go out to catch the Bigfoot, the local hunters, and even even like you know, in in Jaws, they brought in a shark expert. They bring in a bear expert here because they all think it's a killer grizzly out there. Really they grizzly, don't realize yeah. it's actually a a, a Bigfoot. But uh, yeah, did you did you get that? Like it was a lot, just like Jaws. I really, honestly, I didn't pick up on that. Didn't occur to um, you? I, I was. Did I you was see what I'm more, saying? Yeah, I mean, he. I know at the beginning of the movie, I'm not going to spoil it because I, I really do think people need to watch this one. It's a good movie. But Miles O'Keefe and some poachers are out there, and they do something that provokes this creature. And uh, then I, what got me was, you know, people go out there thinking it's a grizzly, and then these four high school kids decided to go out to catch video of this killer grizzly or what uh the, the main guy um uh i can't find his name uh richard he thought it might be a bigfoot creature and then Eagleheart, he thought it was a bigfoot creature he was pretty sure it was a bigfoot creature yeah and but i thought it was so funny they decided hey if we get video of a killer grizzly we can do it for our school report 
and get an A. Yeah, they're basically uh, they're going to fail if they don't bring in this video. Yeah, it's like, I think you know, it's uh, spring break, and the teacher he gives them this assignment over spring break, and they they have to uh, the two boys have to team up. Yeah, and make this a good you know video, or they're going to fail for the year and not and graduate. And really, that the only reason that they put that in this movie was to get four nubile teens into the woods, yeah. <laughs> to have an excuse for four people to get into the woods. These young kids, yeah, it, it kind of had like a dual uh, storyline going. They kept bouncing back and forth, yeah, to the the hunters out looking for Bigfoot, and then the kids looking for the the bear. So you know, kind of two plots going on, and yeah, they um, collide. And it, and it was it was directed. Well, I don't think we've mentioned this. It was directed by a guy named Carl Kozak. He has eleven producer credits and four director credits, and that's that's about it. He was he's written some stuff, and uh, he's done some other things too. But that was his his main thing was as a producer and a director. Um, let's see. We need to talk about the creature. What did you think about this creature? Well, um, I always say, you know, in a Bigfoot movie, I um, always want to see what Bigfoot looks like in the first 10 to 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. And in this one, man, it kind of drug on. It, it was like a half hour into the film before you uh, got just glimpses of the creature, you know? And yeah. Like tree limbs blocking him and stuff. You just barely see him, you know, and, and uh, just obscured looks at him, uh, at his face and stuff. Uh but then it was about 45 minutes in, into it before you get to see his full face. And to me, uh, you know, he wasn't the traditional looking Bigfoot that you would expect. He almost looked like a caveman. He had that thick yeah. brow and not much hair on his face. And, you know, yep. I just thought looked like a big giant caveman. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and it's about about an hour, maybe a little longer into the film before you, you get a good, you know, waist up shot of him and see exactly what he looks like and you know he's he's definitely uh he was a short-haired bigfoot he wasn't no uh like chewbacca with the big flowing locks or anything yeah. you know and uh he had his hair all pulled back kind of like a uh chaka like a sicilian <laughs> yeah like a giant chaka i was gonna say a sicilian hitman or something you know he's all slicked back <laughs> but yeah like a big giant adult chaka yep from man of the lost yeah you're right yeah just a big caveman looking, uh, looking monster. I mean, there was, there was nothing. I mean, he wasn't a bad looking creature, but there just, there wasn't anything that stood out about him to me. Yeah. It was just like, you know, average Joe Bigfoot roaming the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, he looked like Chaka to me. That's, I, I thought he was just like, a, like you said, a grown up Chaka, just yeah. a big Chaka. Um, I did like how they worked in the Native American. Yeah. Traditions. What I what I really loved about it was. I mean, you know, right off the pretty much right off the bat who he's going after. You know, he's not you know, he's he snoops around. He, he peeps on a lot of people. He's a peeping yeah. Tom, but he, he only goes after attacks certain people. And uh, I thought that was a pretty cool aspect of the movie, especially toward the climax of the film. And uh, I thought that worked really well. Uh, this movie, man, I, I mean, it's rated R. Or TVMA. It didn't and have to be at all. It, it didn't seem like a rated R movie. You know, and the only thing, I mean, I don't even think there was much strong language in it. There was a no. little bit of gore. Um, there was, in my opinion, 
a brief, unnecessary bit of nudity. They they showed yeah. one of the teen girls topless. Um, and it, she it was really, pointless. I mean, they they really didn't show anything. She had her hands, you know, covering it. Yeah, it was on. pretty quick. It was just. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of bothered me. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older, but it just kind of bothers. Like, why even show that? You know, I, I, that that real quick scene. I mean, I and I mean, it wasn't to establish that the Jay character was a, a douchebag, because he established that at the beginning of the movie when we first meet him. I mean, yeah. they didn't. To me, it was just wasn't necessary. But that's my two bits on that. I mean, I I thought now as far as like cinematography goes, I thought it was a pretty well shot film. It they was. didn't take a whole lot of risks with it, you know, as, as far yeah. as angles or anything. They, yeah, they it was pretty standard, right. but it looked it looked good. It looked the everything looked good on the screen, and uh, I mean, but you know, was, you're talking about the costume. Uh, to me, it was just okay, you know. Yeah, I mean, it looks sort of realistic, but but uh, it's just not your traditional Bigfoot. And I've seen a lot worse, so you know, I guess this one wasn't too bad. And, you know, he was he was very clean, you know, <laughs> yeah, for, well for, for yeah, for a creature that's living out in the woods covered in hair. He was a very well-groomed Bigfoot. Yeah. But uh, I mean, that really it didn't bother me. I just noticed that, you know, it's like, man, yeah, he's, he's a, a well. He could be in a good uh, like L'Oreal commercial. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's uh, maybe he's born with it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the uh, movie poster. Did you check that out? Yeah, the poster's pretty cool. Uh, I like the poster. It's, yeah. it's it's it it kept everything simple. I mean, it's just a claw, very a hand, simple. A hand. It's kind of reminded me of uh, the poster for Saul. You know, it's just yeah. a white poster and it's got some blood on it, and yeah, it's just that hand clawing the poster, like ripping it down. You know, some claw marks on it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe I did. Trail I did like that poster. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So what else you got, man? Uh, what was your favorite scene? Man, it's hard hard to point it here. Uh, I really didn't have one. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I liked I liked when uh, you know it was killing uh, all those poachers at the beginning. Yeah. But uh, I really didn't have a favorite scene. I mean, th- the movie was okay. Just yeah. didn't. Uh, it's like I wanted to like it more than I did. It just yeah. didn't do it for me. Well, you know, for me, my favorite scene was the dream sequence. I'm not going to go into details, but the, that dream sequence was cool. When it started going down, I knew something wasn't right. You know, while that whole scene was playing out, I knew something was not right about that scene. And uh, But I enjoyed that scene. And another thing that I like, not necessarily the scene, but toward the end of the film, when... Uh, Jay and the other guy, Richard, when Jay and Richard turn in their video. Oh, yeah. I like, I like what they do with the teacher. Yeah, I thought that was, that, nice. was, that, was that was pretty funny. I, I, I like that. Yeah. That was a good way to, to, to cap off the film, you know? Yeah, it's pretty funny. That was good. But yeah, man, this movie, I mean, the, the cast did a pretty good job. I mean, they, they, the, the direction seemed fine. Uh, the cast, they all performed well. I mean, Jay was a D bag right off the bat. I, I didn't like his character, even whenever he he may or may not be a good guy at the end there. <laughs> and then you know Richard, and then Eagleheart. Eagleheart was probably out of all the characters, he was probably my favorite. He didn't have a whole lot to say or do. He just kind of wandered the woods the whole time. But uh, 
I, I like that character for some reason. I, I don't know. Something about Eagle Heart that just that that I liked. Um, and then the sheriff was just kind of there. He uh, <laughs> he shows up just in time for everything to end. <laughs> How many Bigfoot yeah. tracks out of ten will you give this movie? Well, Ken, the you know I enjoyed the film. It, it wasn't the best, but I did enjoy it. Um, I definitely watch it again. But uh, I'm just gonna give it a five out of ten, man. Five. Bigfoot tracks. Uh, it's kind of right there in the middle of the road for me. It wasn't the best, but it was the worst, you know. So I yeah. think I'm pretty uh, comfortable giving it a five. Well, I You're agree give with it a you. Six. Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm giving it six I always out of know ten you, Bigfoot man. tracks, man. There's just something appealing about this movie. I, I don't know what it is. Like you said, it's not. It's not, uh, you know, a, a great movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just kind of middle of the road. But I thought, you know, all the elements that they had in there, even with the kind of generic Bigfoot caveman looking creature, I thought the acting was very uh, good. I thought the cinematography was very good. And I thought it just those two things kind of bumped it up a little bit for me. And uh, I enjoyed this one. Yeah. Um, I first saw but it's it. No, uh, it's no big trouble in little China. No. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's it's no Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> but now it's I, I don't know. I just I enjoyed this one, and uh, I I think it deserves six out of ten for me, man. I was gonna say before we go, uh, I just want to mention that there's another Bigfoot movie out there with the same title called Claude, and it came out in 2017. And let me give you a warning: do not mistake that film. For this film and try to watch it uh you will not be happy well i want to you know thank everybody for listening and uh please go leave us a five-star review on film squatch and uh and tell your friends to listen and if there's a particular uh bigfoot movie you would like us to watch and review just uh send us a, a message on facebook and uh we'll do it you know we want to watch all of them we're gonna find them Man, and Patrick, you think we should mention we got some big news coming up in December? You want to you want to talk about that, or you want to wait? <laughs> oh, that that's big news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, if you guys want to come talk to us in person, live in person, take photos with us, maybe win a prize or two. We might have some special cool stuff with us. And we're not going to say what that is. But uh, we're going to be at the Texas Bigfoot Film Festival. Uh, this is the second edition of the Texas Bigfoot Film Festival. And it's going to be taking place on December 10th of this year, 2022, in Marshall, Texas. And uh, if you guys want to come hang out with us, they're going to have some great movies there. Um, they're going to have some awesome guests as well. Um, one of my favorite people in the crypto community, Lyle Blackburn, is going to be there. I mean, he's, he's always a cool dude to hang out with. I don't know him personally. I'm talking like I know him. He's a cool dude. Uh, and then there's, there's going to be a ton of other people there. They're going to have directors, producers, uh, all sorts of people involved with the, the movies that they'll be showing. Uh, some of the movies that are scheduled are Letters from the Big Man, A Flash of Beauty, Bigfoot Revealed, um, Mountain Devil 2, and then a movie that myself and Patrick have already reviewed called Primal Rage. And... Uh, it's going to be a fun time. It sounds, it looks like it's going to be a great time actually. 
So uh, I can't and wait. They were going to have a midnight screening of uh, what's it called? Night of the Demon. Night of the Demon. Night of the Demon. Oh, Midnight then, of the Demon. Was it? Is it Santa Squatch? I think it is. They said it's rumored to be there. <laughs> Santa Squatch or Santa? I think it's yeah. Santa Squatch. So it looks like it's going to be a fun time. And it'll be great to meet some of you guys. So come hang out with us, talk movies with us. If you disagree with us on any of these movies, we'll have a ring set up and we can fight it out. No, I'm kidding there. But we but let us know if you disagree with us on any sumo. of these movies. We love sumo comments. Yeah, sumo wrestling. You have to wear the diaper. <laughs> All right. Well, hey everybody, thanks again for listening. And uh, just remember, Bigfoot is out there. So watch you back. Thanks for listening to another episode of Film Squatch. If you like the podcast, please leave us a five-star review and tell your friends about us. Make sure to like us on Facebook and join in on some of our interactive discussions. Remember, Bigfoot is out there. Watch your back.